Welcome to Shas Illuminated. Please enjoy the following shear. We are beginning today's shear, Chalamoid Pesach, in Simon Dalid, Sif Yudches, which is the last line on page Yud, about to turn on to page 20. The Mechaber says in Sif Yudches, The following things require the washing of the hands with water. Hakom Mehamita, one who gets up from bed, like we've been discussing till now. Vayotse one who comes out from the Beis HaKisei. Umbeis HaMerchatz, and one who comes out from a wash house. Vahanotel Tziparnov, one who cuts his fingernails, or his nails. Vahacholitz Menolov, one who takes off his shoes. Vahanogea Beragla, one who touches his feet. Vahachofei Frosho, one who rubs his head. Vyesh Omrim Af HaHolech Ben HaMesim, there are those who say that you have to wash your hands even if you walk amongst the Mesim. Umish and Nagabamase, one who touched the Mase. Umish and Mafli Caleb, one who is delicing his garments. Vameshamish Mitasa, one who has beer with his wife. Vanogea Bikina, one who touches a louse. Vanogea Begufo Biyada, one who touches his body with his hands. Umisha Asa Achas Mikol Elu Vulonata, one who does any one of these things and does not wash his hands. Im Tamad Chacham Hu Tamudo Mishtakeach. If he is a Tamad Chacham, his learning will be forgotten. So it's a very serious thing to wash your hands at these times. Vim Eino Tamad Chacham Yotze Midaito. And if he's not a Tamad Chacham, he will go out from his das and we'll see what that means in the Mishabura. Let's start the Mishabura's back on page Yud. Sivkotan Lamed Ches. So the following items, Tzrichim Netila. The reason why we need the Tila Zedayim by all these things is to remove the Ruach Ra that is hovering on the hands. Since the reason is to remove the Ruach Ra, we want to do it as quickly as possible. One should wash as soon as he can. Also, the washing should be until the wrist. At the very least, it should be until the knuckles. But if it's not because of one of these things mentioned in the Mechaber, but rather because his hand got dirty with some kind of cement or tar or other kind of uh, junk, there the issue is not a Ruach Ra issue, and it's only a cleanliness issue. All he would have to do in that case is wipe off his hands where it is dirty, and that is enough. And we'll discuss the halachas in terms of washing for tefillah later on in Simen Tzadi Beis. So what the Mishabur is telling us over here in Sifkat al is that all these things require tefillah Zedayim to remove the Ruach Ra, even though as we'll see shortly in the Mishabura, it's not so Pashat. But when it is an tefillah to remove the Ruach Ra, it should be done as quickly as possible. However, if it's only because of Luch Luch like on the hands, then one does not need water, he just needs to clean off his hands. Says the Mishabura Vaiter in the last line on page Yud, Sifkotan Lamites, one should wash his hands for these things, Bimayim. After Lutfila, Vikolshikan Latora, Dai Achar Kol Elu Binikayon Baalma, even though in order to daven and certainly in order to learn Torah, it's enough with any of these things just to clean off your hands, like we'll see later on in Sifchov Beis, to marry become Minhamita, where it's talking about when one gets out of bed. The kol shekain be'inoch, and certainly by these other things. Mikom akom lehistalek ruach ra tzarech dafka mayim. However, when it comes to removing the ruach ra, there you need specifically water. It's not enough just to wipe your hands off. Va'ain lekamom misivkotan samech aleph. Ve'ain tzarech shalosh pa'amim ki'im bekomen hamita. Says the Mishabura, a very important point over here. We're on the second line on page 20. You do not need to wash your hands three times on each hand, except for when one gets out of bed. 
ויש מחמירים בהולך בין המסים ומשמש מיטוסו דבאינן גם כן שלוש פעמים. There are those who are machmir washing three times on each hand besides when one gets out of bed, but also when one walks around the mesim, or when one has beer with his wife, that in those two cases, one also, some are machmir to wash three times. And the Sefer Hechel HaKodesh is machmer even further that when one comes out of the Beis HaKisei, he should wash his hands three times. However, However, the Mogen Avram disagrees with him and says when one comes out of the Beis HaKisei, he does not need to wash his hands three times. Continues the Mishabura Vaiter in Sivkoton Mem. The Mechaber in his list stated that one who comes out from the Beis HaKisei needs to wash his hands. This is not limited to one who actually used the Beis HaKisei. Even if one just walked into a Beis HaKisei, when he comes out, he should wash his hands. And the next case that's listed in the Mechaber is one who goes into the Beis HaMerchatz, and the Mishabura points out it's even if he did not wash in the Beis HaMerchatz. And the reason is, And that is because there is a Ruach Ra that is found in a Beis HaKisei and a Beis and therefore, even if one did not use the Beis HaKisei or the Beis HaMerchatz, he just walked in and walked out, he would need to wash his hands. Now, in the notes, we find a couple of interesting things over here. The first, a very important point is found in note 49, um, and that is, in terms of a Beis HaKisei nowadays, does this apply, does this not apply? So he writes, to Bedin Beis Shazmanenu, in terms of a a bathroom nowadays, a stopic achazan ish, im Lo din We discussed this earlier in uh, in this chelak that there is something in the Gemara and Brachos of called the beisakise parsoi where the tzoa goes down and it's on a slant so it automatically will roll away from where you are and there that did not have a din of a beisakise. So the postkim as they're discussing in this note have a discussion have a suffix of whether our bathrooms where you flush a toilet and the tzoa is sent away. If that's like a Beis HaKisei de Parsoi, which does not have a dinam of Beis HaKisei, or no, since nowadays the way the toilets are set up is that the Tzoa goes into the toilet first and it stays there, and only when you flush it goes out, so maybe since it remains there for a little bit of time before the flushing, maybe it has a dinam of a regular Beis HaKisei, the Chazanish is Masupik about it, as well as Rav Moshe Feinstein and the Minchas Yitzchak. So all the poskim seem to be masupak about what the status of our Beis HaKisei is nowadays, and they say that one should be machmir. That's point number one. So that would mean it's not so pushy that if you walk into a bathroom nowadays and you come out, that you have to wash your hands if you don't use the, the Beis HaKisei, but one should be machmir to yes wash his hands. Um, continuing in No. 49, he discusses a very important point as well. What about washing one's hands in the Beis HaKisei after one used it? Um, this comes up in Chutzlar, it's much more than in Eretz Yisrael, because in many places in Chutzlar, it's, unless you're in a yeshiva or in a shul, there's nowhere really to wash your hands outside of the Beis HaKisei. Unless there happens to be a water fountain outside. So the Chazanis tells us a very important thing. The Chazanis says that if you wash your hands in the bathroom and you go out with your hands still wet, that's going to be okay. And it will be like washing your hands without a cleave. 
which we saw in the last sif, it's not so posh that you need a kli anyway. The Milgan Avram says you did not need a kli. There was some that said he didn't need, oh, that was actually in terms of washing three times, not with a kli. We didn't discuss whether you need a kli or not. But here the Chazanish is saying that if you walk out of the Beis with your hands wet and you dry it outside, that would be considered a good natila outside just without a kli. There is no eight, so there's nowhere to wash your hands outside. One could be matir washing his hands inside the base akise. Again, but this is all based on the chumra that we had before, that our base akise would have a din of a base akise, that you have to wash your hands when you go outside. But if our base akise has a din of a base akise de parsoi, where you don't have to wash your hands when you leave, there would be no problem with washing your hands in the base akise itself. Now another interesting point, it's a side point that's brought up here of a very, very lamaisa velito yodo shom Can one wash his hands in the bathroom for a suda? So the Chazanish writes, shekosha lahakel, it's hard to be makel. And Rav Moshe writes, shekosha lito shom, that one is usher to wash his hands for a suda in a bathroom. Fine. And they add on, Shalito Yodo Latarh Tvila, to wash your hands in the bathroom for davening purposes, Kaven Shedai Lanakos Bukhomidi de Menaki. Since for davening you don't really need an atil, you really just need to clean your hands off. Yesh Lahokel Shiito Shom Im Efshar Bofanacher Rakshi and Nagvim Akar Shayitse. Then you could be lenient to wash your hands in the bathroom with his no other eitza and to ideally dry them outside. Let's just look at one more note. Note number fifty one points out that we said when a person comes out of the Beis HaKisei or the Beis HaMerichas, he should wash his hands because of the Ruach Ra'a. But if when he goes out, immediately he happens upon a Bracha, that if he doesn't make it now, he's going to lose it. For example, a Bracha on thunder or lightning, that you have to say, Tok Vedibur, of seeing the lightning or hearing the thunder. But he has the Ruach Ra'a that showed on his hands from being in the Beis HaKisei or the Beis HaMerichas. So the Meshavruah says later on, She'ein Tzorach Lito Yodav Mikodem, one does not have to be cautious to wash his hands before making that bracha. Unless his hands are mamish dirty, he would be able to make the bracha just because the ruach ro is on them that would not stop him from making the bracha. Continues the Mishabur of Vaitar and Sifkotan Mem Aleph. It's continuing in our list in the Machaber of when one has to wash his hands. We said after cutting the nails, and then we said after taking off one's shoes. So the Mishabur says, Min why does one have to wash his hands when he takes off his shoes? Mishum Shenogeya Biyada Beisa Chalitza, because one touches his shoes when he's taking them off. But if one did not touch his shoes when he took them off, he used one foot to take off the other shoe, and vice versa, so then he would not require washing of the hands when he takes off the shoes. It's not a din in taking off the shoes, it's a din in touching the shoes when you take them off. And here the Mishabura adjusts the Machaber slightly. The Machaber gave a list and said all these things are because of Ruach Ra. And here the Mishabura in the first wide line tells us that one who takes off his shoes, like we just mentioned, and one who touches his feet, and one who rubs his head, there the Natila is not Mishum Ruach Ra, Rak Mishum Dekiyas. Which means certainly in those cases you would not need to wash three times on each hand. And Al-Kain ain't starach l'mayr lito yodav take if you also would not have to rush to, to wash your hands, because again, the rush is only when you're trying to get off the ruach ra'ah. Masha'en kein be'inach demishum ruach ra'ah, which is not the case by the other items listed that are because of ruach ra'ah, v'kanal v'sivkotan l'amitches. Now there's a couple of interesting points that we'll see over here in terms of taking off shoes. In note 52, he brings down 
from the Mishabura later on, Bashem Dali Rab and the Primagodan, that Stam Dalayam are ain in the keels. Even if you don't see any dirt on the shoes, if you touch your shoes, your hands are considered dirty that you have to clean them off. Um Stam Dalayim are considered not clean. Now what about if one takes off cracks or one takes off slippers, so there we have a machlokas of Hanogea Benale Badogumi. Some say that only if you touch a leather shoe, that has a bit of a shoe, that's when you have to wash your hands, and that is how the Chazanish holds. However, the Ben Ishchai says, The Ben Ishchai says there's no chiluk, and therefore, one who takes off a slipper or takes off a crack would also have to wash his hands with the Ben Ishchai. Now, what if one only touches the shoelaces, but not the actual shoes? So again, the Chazanish is lenient. He says one does not have to wash his hands after touching his shoelaces. On the other hand, Rav Yashiv is machmir, and he says that the shoelaces are considered bottle to the shoes, and therefore the same way that if you touch your shoes, stam shoes are considered dirty, you have to wash your hands, stam shoelaces are also considered dirty, and you would have to wash your hands. In terms of rubbing one said the notes point out in note number fifty three, the if you didn't rub your hair, you just touched your hair, the Mishabu is gonna tell us later on, Natila, just touching your hair does not require Natila, even if you were you know wiping your hands on it, as long as you didn't rub your hair, so you would not need to wash your hands for touching or wiping your hair. Says the Mishabura Vaitir Sivkotan Membez. Membez was continuing to listen to Mechavah, the Yesh Omrim, that said, even one who walks amongst the Mason has to wash his hands for Ruach Ra. So here we see the Allah has of washing one's hands when one goes to a Beisach Faros. Says the Mishabura Sivkotan Membez, Bein HaMason Beisach Faros. This is talking about when one goes to a cemetery, a Beisach Faros, he should wash his hands. The Kosav Ma'aril Simenchav Gimel Sheishlito Kodem Sheispal Alakfaros. The Ma'aril brings down that a person should wash his hand before he davens by the Kfaros. The Rochatzin Shainis Bishuvo Lachatzer Beis Hakfaros. And he has to wash his hands a second time when he returns to the courtyard of the Beis Hakfaros when he comes back from the Kever. Sheruchas Rose Malavin Hachosrin. Because the, the Ruchos Rose escort the ones who are returning from the Kever. So apparently there's some kind of Ruach Ra that goes on someone when he enters the Beis HaKfaro, so he should wash his hands before the Tefillah, and then when he comes back from the Kever, back to the courtyard of the Beis HaKfaro, so he should wash his hands a second time. Some on the way back from the Kever not only wash their hands, but they also wash their face. And then we said in the list, Misha Nagab Mace, one who touched the mace, says the Mishabrus if cotton them gimovathilu Misha Nichnas Aitzel Mace Echad. Even a person who goes in to see one mace, Oshholoch Lilavoso Nohagam in Atila, or a person is escorting a mace by Levaya, he has to wash his hands afterwards. In No. 55, he points out, Ominog Zedah Prima Godem writes, Shenirish She'enu Elo B'nichnas Atoch Arba Amoso Shomais V'chein Kosu B'chokmas Adam. So the Chokmas Adam and the Prima Godem say that if a person is being malad of a mace, it's only required to wash his hands if he goes within the Adamos of the mace. However, the Chazanish says that if one escorts the mace, he needs to wash his hands even if he's outside of Arba Amos. So Lemaisa, uh, the Minog is to wash one's hands if escorting a mace, even if he's not within the Adamos, like the Chazanish, but that is a Machlokas, in the postkim, continuing in the fourth line of the Mish- fourth wide line of the Mishabura by the period, adam kodem a, The minog is that a, to be very mak, but not to go into another house before one washes his hands. And No. Fifty Six, he points out that even though it says bias acher, it doesn't necessarily mean that it means someone else's house. 
Because the Kabbalah Chaim brings down that our minog is even into your own house. Not to go into a house before one washes one's hands. And the Mishabruah says on that, Uminog avoseinu Torahi. And the minog of our forefathers is Torah. And therefore, that is what one should do. One should wash his hands after escorting a mace or being near a mace. And one should not go into any house, including his own house, until he does the washing. And then we said if one is delousing his garments, he should wash his hands. Even if he didn't end up touching any of the lice, because he didn't find any lice, but the fact that he was going through the maisa of delousing, he should touch it. The reason over there is, because even if he doesn't find it, maybe he, he hit one on the way, or he smushed one, and he actually got in contact with one of the lice, and therefore he should wash his hands. When it comes to a parish, which is um, some kind of flea, so then it's enough just to clean off his hands. Sifkatan Memvav is going on that which the Machaber says, if he's no gale begufo biyodov, he touches his body with his hands, he should wash his hands. But Makomos Hametu Nafos. Sifkatan Memvav says, as if he touches his body in a place where it is dirty, Shiesh Behem Melmulezea, where there is sweat over there. Fine. And now in note 58, in the second paragraph, the very end of the page, he points out, oh, what's the halacha about someone who touches his body and he's wet? Or a person who just took a shower and he touches his body, is that different than if he touches his body during the day? So if you look at the end of the page over here, in the second paragraph in note 58, he writes, One who washed his whole body well, and he has no dirt left on his body, and afterwards he touches with his hands a part of his body. So the Shalos and Shuvah's Torah Lishma writes, if his body is still moist, it's still wet from the water, he has a din of still being in the water, and he does not need to be concerned with sweat. Aval, however, turning to the back of the Sefer, after he already dried himself off, if he touches a place that's normally covered, he needs to wash his hands. The Avram says, even if you touch your body when it is clean, you do not need to wash. On the other hand, the Kafa Chaim is lenient, and he writes, very important, the Kafachayim says that if one comes out of the shower and he's clean and he touches a part of his body that's normally covered, he would not need to wash his hands because the whole logic was that he normally has sweat in those places that are covered, but here he just came out of the shower and therefore he would not need to wash his hands. So again, that is a machlokas aposkim. Let's go back to the Mishabura in Sivkata Memzayin. We said that the bottom line of all these things that are for Ruach Ruach, if one doesn't wash his hands, if he's a Tamil Chacham, he will forget his learning. If he's not a Tamil Chacham, he will be Yotze Midaito. What does that mean? Zakta Mishabura Sivkata Memzayin, Ayin Bel Yeraba. Bel Yeraba says the Rasulam, the Machaber means to say, the Nislabish Bo Ruach Shtus. He gets clothed in a Ruach Shtus. Because of that Ruach Shtus, he will be led possibly to come to do an Avera. Like the Gemara says, Because the Gemara is to tell us a person does not do an Avera unless first a Ruach Shtus comes in him. And therefore a person who is not a Tamil Chacham, he will have the effects of being Yotzei Midaito, which means a Ruach Shtus comes in, and that could affect him to lead him to do Averos. Let's go weiter in the Machaber on page 20. We are in Sif Yutes. 
Hamakis dame haksafayim, Velonoto yod of one who lets blood from his shoulders and does not wash his hands, Mefachid shiva yomim, he will be afraid for seven days. Vehamegaleah velonoto yod of one who shaves and does not wash his hands, Mefachid shloshi yomim, he will be afraid for three days. Hanotel tsiparna velonoto yod of one who um, cut his nails and did not wash his hands, Mefachid yom echod, Veeno yodea mima mefachid. In the Chorah, in all these cases, he will be afraid for this amount of time. He will not know why he's afraid. This, again, is the spiritual effects of not getting off the Ruach Ra from letting blood, shaving, and cutting one's nails. The Mishabura says, V'efshar aluka shikorim pavkes o bankes gamkein sarachlito v'tav l'hachmir. These other things one should also be machmir on. We do so, some very lamaisa shilas that come out of this sith. In terms of, we say over here that when you bloodlet, you have to wash your hands. But if you look in the back of the Sefer, in No. 59, he writes, first of all, what is the amount of blood that has to come out to require the Tilasidayim? So Rav Yashif says that Mistabra, that it's a revius. And then the real Shaila is, let's say a person is going for a blood test or he's going to donate blood, are the rules over there the same as bloodletting that he requires in Tilasidayim? So Shlomo Zaman Orbal says in No. 60 that when it comes to a blood test, that you do not need to wash your hands afterwards because the Hakazas Hadam in the times of Chazal was L'Shem Rufua. It was not a blood test, it was the Rufua itself. And we don't need to Mechadesh something on our own. And Rav Yashiv agrees to Rav Shalom Zalman. So Rav Yashiv and Rav Shalom Zalman say that a blood test, you do not need to wash your hands. When one is donating blood, Rav Shalom Zalman writes as well, That's also not being considered that you're dealing in your refuah. There you're doing a mitzvah, you're doing refuah for someone else. One who's doing a mitzvah is not going to know any evil, no evil will befall him. And therefore, says Rav Shalom Zalman, if one is taking is donating blood. He does not need to wash his hands afterwards as well. Let's continue. Vaiter in the Mechaber, we are up to Sif Chaf. The Mechaber says in Sif Chaf, HaRochetz Ponov Elonigvam Yafa, one who washes his face and does not dry them well, Ponov Nisbakos O Olobahen Shechin, his face will get cuts, get cracks, or he will get blisters, boils. Urefuaso, and the healing for such a, such a, such a thing would be lirchot harbib meisilka to wash a lot in um, in beach beach juice. Okay, let's go weiter and sif chaf aleph. Tzarech lizar b'tzvila o ba'achila shaloliga bashok vayarech u ba'makomos hamuchasim ba'adam. A person should be careful during davening or during eating a suda not to touch his leg or his thigh or any places that are covered on a person. Again, because there there is sweat. What is It's sweat like small pieces of barley. One should also not rub his head. However, the real, revealed parts of his head, and his face, or the revealed parts of his arms, one does not have to be marked, but not to touch these areas. Says the Mishabur in Sivkoton, Memtes. If a person is davening, this also applies not only to one who is davening or eating, but also one who is being Osek in Torah, one who is learning Torah. 
And the Ramah said, Ayn Lakamon Simon Sadi Bez Sifvav. The Mishaburu says in Sifkato Nun, Dinisbar Sham, there it is explained, Shem Omid Batvila. If a person is in the middle of davening, Viniskar Shenogo Bemokom Matunov, and he remembers that he touched something dirty, Dai Binikion Ofar Osha Mechachich Yodabakosa. It's enough to clean his hands in the dirt or to rub his hands against the wall or anything else that will clean his hands. The Mayasab Emtatvila, what's he going to do in the middle of davening? That's again, if his hand is dirty, it's not a ruach ra issue, it is a cleanliness issue, and therefore just clean off your hands. Umihu, however, im omed adayim bekriyashma or b'suket if he's not in the middle of Shmonesre, rather he's in the middle of kriyashma or b'suket ezimra, when he can walk, tzorich lelech velito yada, then he should walk and he should wash his hands. The Ramah also says that to be ma'ayin and simen kuf samach dalit, so the Meshavur explains what it says over there in Sivkot and Aleph, disham nizbar shim ovar venogo besocha su'uda, there it is explained that if one does the wrong thing and touches a covered part of his body during his suda, tzorachlito yodav shenis tadin, he needs to wash again his hands in tzilas yadayim the regular way for achilo, ach le'inyan birchas anatilas yadayim askamas roba achorim shelo lachzor ulevarich. However, in terms of making another bracha on the tzilas yadayim, the askama of the majority of the achronim is not to make another bracha, ayin shav mishavura, and therefore if one touches the covered part of his body during tzilas he should go wash his hands. Unless he's in the middle of Shemon then he should just wipe off his hands and clean them. If he's in the middle of a Suda, he should re-wash his hands for Netila Shadayim, but he should not make a bracha. Zakta Mishabura Vaitir in Sivkata Nun On that which the Mechaber said not to touch the covered parts of one's body is because there is Mamula Zeya. Ayim Biyaradeya Sinan Kuf Yirvav There the Shulchanara says that one must be careful from sweat, the kozeya sam hamavesu chutzmizeas aponim, because all sweat is considered like poison except for the sweat of the face. The similar dover and the sign to remember which sweat is okay and not a sam hamaves is the pasuk bizeas apecha tochalechem. By the sweat of the face, you should eat bread. So here we see that with the sweat one should eat. So that's the sweat of the apecha of the panim, and therefore. All sweat is considered samamavis except for the sweat of the face. That's just a simon. That's not what we learn it from. That's just a simon to remember which sweat is not a samamavis. And then we said in the Mechaber that one should not rub his hair, his head, or any makom that's magula birosho ubapanov. Right, we said one should, does not have to be makbid not to rub his, uh, sorry, the chen shalom v'chachah b'rosho was saying also one should not rub his head. Aval, but the mechaber ended off and said in the second to last line, the places that are revealed on the head or on the face or the revealed parts of the arms, one does not have to be makbid. So the mishaburu says in sefkato nagimel ubefanov, the chen bitzavaru arechoza so too by the neck until the chest, they used to have their, their necks open down to a little bit lower, that's considered a revealed part of the body, and one would be okay touching that part of the body. The cost of a Masa Shekel, the Zet Tolu Lefin Minagamakomos, Imaderach Lios Megulasham. And the Masa Shekel tells us that all these areas of where one is allowed to touch, because they're considered revealed, is Tolui in the Minagamakom of each place, what is the Derach to normally be covered, and what is the Derach to normally be revealed. And the final Mishabura for today is Sivkata Nundalash of Israosov, the revealed parts of the arms one is also allowed to touch, Ada Perek Hanikra Eilen Boygen, which is the Marpik, which is the elbow, until the elbow. The Chenim Holech Yochef Beraglov, and so too, if one walks barefoot with his feet, Efshar Dahavi Bechlal Hamikomos Hamagulim. It could be that people who have a custom to be walking barefoot, that's considered 
an area that is magul on the body and one would not have to wash his hands by touching his revealed feet, unless of course they are dirty. We'll stop here and Amit Hashem will continue tomorrow in Siv Chav You have been listening to a shear from shasilluminated.org. For other shiurim on many topics or to hear an eon shear on any dafin shas, including Maramakimus on each shear, please visit www.shasilluminated.org. To order CDs or for more information, please call 203-312-SHAS. That's 203-312-7427 or email info at shasilluminated.org.